Hey everybody, thanks for hanging out with me for a couple of minutes. Here, our focus is being better and healthier than yesterday. Are you better? Are you healthier than you were yesterday? Here, we don't compare ourselves to him or her. We compare ourselves to who we were yesterday. Self-improvement has no end. Health has no finish line. There are lifelong journeys where we take it one day at a time, and here, we do it together. So let's do this. If you want to get in contact with me, the best way to do that is through my email, benpagedc at gmail.com, or through Instagram at benpagedc. And if you're listening to this, take a picture of it and tag me. Share it on Instagram and tag me, and I will tag you right back, and it will definitely make my day. I can promise you that. Also, if you want to not miss any of what's happening about my new book, Playing in the Dirt, you can subscribe in the link in this outline or in the bio in my Instagram account. And you can also subscribe to this podcast if you haven't done that yet to never to not miss any episodes in the series that I'm doing. You can subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, or Google Podcasts. And that's the best way to never miss any of these episodes. These eight episodes, which is a series talking about my book, Playing in the Dirt. In this episode, episode two, we're going to be, cha- we're going to be talking about chapter one of my book. So episode 220, or new beginning episode number two, I'll be talking about chapter one of Playing in the Dirt. All right, let's get into this. Let's start this episode with two questions. What is your potential as a human being, and what are you capable of as a human being? Think about those questions. What is your potential as a human being? What are you capable of as a human being? I personally know you're genetically built for incredible health, and as Robert Greene has written about, you who are listening at this moment also has the genetic makeup for mastery to find your life's task or tasks and, and master them. So if we are genetically built for incredible health, why are there so many people that are sick? And I'm just not talking about the people that are diagnosed with one of the thousands of illnesses that are found in the medical books. I'm talking about the millions of people that feel that they just don't have enough energy to get through the day. The millions that can't seem to reach their weight goals or just have given up on their weight. And the millions that live with pain and discomfort but continue on day after day. Why don't I have the energy needed to, com- to accomplish my daily tasks? Why can't I reach my adequate weight? Why do I have to live with this pain? These are questions that need to be answered. And chapter one of my latest book, Playing in the Dirt, gives the answer. And on this episode, we're going to dive into this interesting topic, but just a little bit. The answer has two parts. And both parts have to do with how we act within two different ecosystems. The first ecosystem is us. Our ecosystem of trillions of cells. And the second is the ecosystem planet Earth. In other words, if the answer has to do with how we act or don't act, we can say that the answer to those questions comes down to if we are taking responsibility for our health or not. I mean, that's not easy to say, and I imagine that is even harder to hear. The reason I don't feel good is because of me? Yep. I mean, who wants to hear that? Nobody. But the only way we are going to change anything is if we take responsibility for our own health. And as I will talk about later, by taking on that responsibility, we will pretty much 
automatically move in the direction to complete with the second part of the answer. So the answer has two parts. Part one is how we, in our own ecosystem, treat ourselves emotionally and physically. Our emotional health is directly related to our physical health, and our physical health is directly related to our emotional health, and our spiritual health affects both our physical health and our emotional health. So to treat, to be able to treat our ecosystem properly, what we must do is take responsibility in, first, providing our bodies nutrient-dense food grown in fertile soil without chemicals. We must move adequately and stretch enough. We need to rest sufficiently. We need to talk to ourselves in a natural way, and we need to find a profession that can help us take care of our spines and guide us and help us achieve our health goals. Over the years of treating thousands of patients, I've come to the conclusion that most people understand at least a couple of the points I've just mentioned that will bring about health and well-being. But how many people actually practice them? A small percentage. And how many people understand all of these points and live by them? Actually put them into their daily lives, practice them daily. I mean, a very small percentage. And I understand, I understand them. I mean, I've studied these, these topics intensely. And there are times where I also veer off the path of health and well-being. I don't involve all of these things in my life in a daily manner. So part one is to act, to do, to change or improve lifestyles. Not just do anything, but act in ways that provide your body the adequate raw materials it needs to build a healthy ecosystem. That is where the professional comes into, into the picture, where, where I come into the picture. I am the professional that can help you begin or change or improve lifestyles that will provide your body the adequate raw materials it requires. So once we have someone on our side and know what we need to do, what we need to provide our ecosystem of cells, then we can start to implement and sometimes even more difficult to change certain lifestyles. Change is not easy. Long-lasting change is even harder. And that's what we're looking for. We're looking for long-lasting change. We want to build a lifestyle. And I guess I can say that that is our hard part. And quoting straight from the book, um, it says, the hard part is to choose lifestyles that are congruent with what our cells require so that they constantly do what they do, work toward health. Change for many can be difficult and for that simple reason usually will not last long. It can be difficult. This is true even if the change is for our own good. Some choices will be more difficult than others. There are many factors to this, but it all comes back to one thing, our belief systems. Our belief systems are at the core of everything because our thoughts and actions are all based on what we believe and, more importantly, what we feel deep down. At first, as we incorporate a new or better lifestyle, it may be hard. Why? Because deep down, we still don't know, we still don't feel that it is a healthy lifestyle. We haven't changed that belief system. One of the most common healthy lifestyles that, don't, that doesn't last long is the incorporation of more movement. Deep down, we see it, and most importantly, we feel it as hard and painful and tiring. How long do you think you will last doing something that you think is hard, painful, and just outright tiring? Not too long. That is why the majority of us only reach 40% of our potential. We have so much more to give, 
And if we will just suffer good through those first difficult times and change the belief system to beautiful instead of hard, joyful instead of painful, and completely fulfilling and invigorating from outright tiring, we will wake up every day with not only a desire to move more, but we will have already put it on our schedule for the right for the day. If we want a long-lasting change in a lifestyle choice, we have to go all the way to the core and change our belief systems. We have to feel it. This is the part that depends on us and many times can cause suffering. We must embrace that suffering, knowing we will grow and be better because of it. And soon enough, the suffering will turn to joy. Our hard part is learning that short-term suffering will evolve into long-lasting joy and that it is nothing compared to what each and every one of our cells have to do every day. If we consciously choose lifestyles where we provide all necessary nutrients and avoid all pollutants, our cells will do the rest. Close quote. So that's part one. Our ecosystem in part one directly leads, excuse me, so part one, our ecosystem directly leads into part two. We could also... Doing the opposite, we could start with part two, what I'm going to explain right now, and it would naturally lead to part one, or, or again, our ecosystem. So if we choose lifestyles that are adequate to who we are as human beings, we will naturally gravitate to the second part. And the second part is take care of the only true home we have for now, planet Earth. We have an important role in the ecosystem planet Earth, just like each cell in our body has its part. The only difference is that the ecosystem planet Earth does not need us in the general grand scheme of things. If we're taken out of the equation, planet Earth will survive and even thrive. However, that is not true for us. Without the ecosystem planet Earth, we cannot and will not survive. Actually, if the ecosystem planet Earth is sick or is not doing well, we as a species will also become sick and will not do well. As I have studied and learned about ways to heal the earth, permaculture has been what has helped me the most. For many, the word permaculture may be new to you. I mean, it's, a word, it's taken from two words, permanent and agriculture. It's basically a bag of tools that helps regenerate soils and its totality regenerate cultures. So permaculture or regenerate, regenerative agriculture is the key to the second part. As we begin to build soils, as we as we begin to participate in the cycle of life actively we will speed up the healing process of the ecosystem planet earth so as nature heals as the planet begins to heal we will also feel better we have the tools and the knowledge to speed up the healing process of planet earth and now is the time to do it so as we work and i prefer the word i prefer the word play to provide our bodies with what they need with the nutrient dense food growing in fertile soil without chemicals adequate movement, enough stretching, sufficient rest, talk to ourselves in a natural way and find a professional that can help us take care of our spines and guide us and help us achieve our goals, our health goals, we will naturally return to nature because that is who we are. As we build up and heal our own ecosystem, we will want to build and heal planet Earth. And as we heal and build up the ecosystem, planet Earth will, we will naturally want to heal and build up ourselves. And now I would like to end this episode with the end of chapter one of Playing in the Dirt. My hope is that the information you will receive in the following pages will give you a hunger to return to your roots, the desire to return to nature, and to come up with new ideas of how to do it. Even more importantly, I hope you share those ideas so we can all become a healthier people. Because deep down, that is what we want. 
to be healthy and happy. Returning to the earth is the fastest, cheapest, and easiest way to do it. <laughs>